Aloha and welcome. You're listening to Soul, your host for Pay Me What I'm Worth Talk Radio. Imagine me bowing in gratitude before you for taking the time to join us on a special journey. Did you miss a week? No worries. Listen to all of our prior shows at bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Again, bit.ly forward slash pay radio. To get one reminder of our next show, be sure to click on the follow button up at the top of the page. And now it's time to sit back and to learn along with the rest of us. Get ready to meet some amazing souls as they make real changes in daily life. I recommend you find some notepaper, then get ready to enjoy a few ahas as you listen to this show. I'm delighted and thrilled to introduce you to Christina Irvin, Team Leader for Team Clarity. Hello, I'm Christina Irvin, and I'm happy to extend this special invitation for you to eavesdrop on Team Clarity's discussion as we dive into the next exercise of Pay Me What I'm Worth. Next, let's meet the rest of the team. Hello, this is Chelsea Wells from the mountains of Tennessee. Have a blessed day. Hi, this is Marcia Sertino, and I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Hello, and welcome from the gorgeous state of Wisconsin. This is Patty Anderson. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Julia Cologne from the city that never sleeps, New York City. Team Clarity members share their class time with us for two main reasons. Reason number one, they want those they hold near and dear to know about the changes that they're making on multiple levels. As they change, by listening to these classes, people who know Team Clarity members may opt to change along with them. Reason number two, to share their stories with you. I bet their stories and life lessons will inspire all sorts of ahas for you too. Okay, time to start the class. Christina, I think I'd like you to do a roll call. Let's really take a reflective look, a quick roll call with each of us. And how are you feeling about the journey so far? What are some of the bigger ahas? I tell you what, go ahead, kick us off, Chelsea. I know when we ended off the conversation last week, I ended the call with really encouraging everyone to do a little bit more exploration and deep dive into our skill sets. I know for me, I know I hadn't gone deep enough in assessing my skills. And this ultimately is very important when it comes to our worth. So start with that conversation skills and then kind of work back and give us an idea of where you are with this journey so far. Good morning, everybody. Going through the skills list, what I found is if I can focus on the skills that I have and the abilities that I have to have to do those skills, it makes me appreciate them even more. Focusing more on drilling down how I'm able to do my skills, that it makes me more appreciative of what I can do and keeps me focused on a more positive aspect of any skill that I have, which in my daily life altogether it's helped me maintain a more positive attitude. And people at work are seeing that because they're commenting on you just seem so happy all the time. I'm that kind of person that even if I'm not happy, I project out that I am. 
because I don't want to affect other people's happiness with how I'm feeling. This has been, it's amazing at how this book has helped me drill down and truly look at a lot of things that I can change and that I'm, I'm good at. It's hard for most people to stand back and say, I'm really good at that. It's important for me to be able to do that and accept and receive what people have to say. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's really big. And let me switch over there. Throw it over to you, Patty. I feel out of touch right now just because I feel so far behind. And, and of course, you get those crazy thoughts. The other day I was thinking, well, should I just let this go because I'm so far behind and I can't get caught up? The excuses that I put into my own head here, absolutely, yes. Let's just do a, a little public service announcement here. Every week, Monday and Tuesday nights, I do a global conference call on every chapter, every week. Therefore, there's no excuses for anyone who's bought this book, who is part of a team, part of a membership, that if you start chapter one on March and something happens and nine months later you finally get to chapter two, good, pick up where you left off. And we're always here too, Patty, to help you get caught up. More than glad to. That's where I have to get out of my own head. This has been the first week that I actually can say that I'm feeling 100% me. So I'm making all these to-do lists, and it's like, what the heck am I doing? Then you start feeling that overwhelm, and it's like, okay, that's enough. Rip it up. (laughs) Start over. Take it step by step and do the best that you can each day. Guess what? I'm actually glad this is happening. Team, why am I glad we have this opportunity to catch Patty up. That we step up as a team and get Patty back on track. That's what part of Pay Me What I'm Worth is all about. It's kind of an all for one, one for all. Patty, you're not alone in this. We're going to work together to get you caught up, and it's not a problem. All right. Sounds good to me. I've asked all of you to consider doing a team, right? Right. Mm-hmm. How you catch Patty up, and if you do that while I'm listening in, I'll learn what you've learned. Ah. <laughs> I'll chime in on that one. I, from what I see, everybody stepping up to help me catch up is going to help them step into that leadership role of building their own team and teaching. Ding, 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 ding. We have a bingo winner here. We have a bingo winner here. But you know what? It's, it's awesome. That's also going to help me to step up. Let's say I decide to take that and build a team. It's going to help me step up as a leader as well and know that if I have a team member that should fall behind, I can help them. I let that overwhelm sink in, and then I let all these thoughts get into my head, and it's like, okay, I need to get in touch with Christina. (laughs) Interesting you say that because, Julia, in your blog post, you wrote a very powerful aha about doubt, guilt, shame, and worry. And this definitely reflects on what Patty was just talking about. I also reached out. She just said, I'm surprised you're taking it so well. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, I mean, like, what can I do at this point? It doesn't pay to get upset, and it doesn't pay to worry about it. And it's just something is reflective 
on me based on this course and what I've learned because I just really truly believe in myself and that I can overcome whatever challenges may come my way and, and this was one of them. I'm just handling it a different way than what I would have a month ago. So Julia, mm-hmm. if you were walking down the aisles at XYZ software store and you found a box on it that said buy this program, install it, and it will erase the viruses, doubt, guilt, shame, and worry from your mind, and it had a $500,000 price tag on it, and you have $2 million sitting in your checking account, would you buy it? No, I no. So letting go of doubt, guilt, shame, and worry is not worth $500,000 to you? I'm looking at it literally as you're saying it. It's not something you can buy. It's an experience that you have to go through. I I realize that, but I want to just try and quantify this. Let's get nuts and bolts bean counter. I want to make sure all of you help you understand that what you're doing inside, it is priceless. I understand that, but I want to put it in a different perspective. If any one of you had $10 million sitting in your checking account right now, and you're shopping for software, and you see this software program that will erase doubt, guilt, shame, and worry from you, and it's $500,000, and you've got $10 million sitting in your checking account, would you buy that software? I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying it. it. I, I have to say the shock and the surprise and the happiness and the relief, like being able to exhale, because in the moment there's been so many times that I've said, you know, Christina, you have chosen – Oh, for so many years to respond to a situation like this in this way. It just for me, just the lesson in recognizing that I have a choice and that it's, I have to absolutely step up and exercise that choice in a healthy way for me has been so profound. I'm buying it every time I'm buying it. And then recognizing how many times, like, for example, just the other day, I had, an, uh, had a conversation with a friend of mine who's also in network marketing, and we happened to be in the same company, and one of the leaders was talking about getting to an event, and if you're really serious about it, and all this other stuff, and it's like, look, no, I'm not going to make it to the event, because this person doesn't have any idea where I am in my life, what is going on in my life, and to suggest that because I'm not making it to an event, that I'm not taking it serious that I'm not as grounded in trying to make it happen. All these things that normally would have made me feel guilty, that would have made me act out of guilt to try to borrow some money to get there or something like that, now I'm like, oh, no, wait a minute, boo. You don't know what's going on with me. You can't speak to my passions, my desires, or whatever. I control me. I control my business. And I am not going to be led by the feeling the fear that you may not help me build my business as a leader because I didn't show up to an event. If that's the way it is, so be it. That's something that I would have never done. I would have never been able to be so clear, so calm, so able to say, no, this is my boundary. I really don't care what you say. And be comfortable with that decision, not even three months ago. I'm doing this purposefully because – you all paid a very nominal fee to take this course. From my perspective, when it comes to the teachings that my teachers have taught me, 
that one of the primary reasons why Pay Me What I'm Worth got written is because I don't think I could ever financially pay even one of my teachers enough money to show the gratitude that I have to them in my life. So Julia, yes, what we're doing is often priceless. I'm asking you to think about one of the skills I want you to embed in your mind is perspective. What's changing in you right now, if I handed you a $10 million check and you cashed it and you put it in your bank account and you came across a program that's going to erase doubt, guilt, shame, and worry in you, and you balk at spending the $500,000, even though I just gave you a $10 million check, which is what I, in many ways, am doing as you go through this program. I'm helping you build the skills that $10 million coming into your life is commonplace because it's who you are. It's the magnetic person you are. People want to be you. They want to be in your life, in your programs, in your business. They trust you. They adore you. They want to know what you're doing next. Where do I sign up? And if that's not something you're interested in doing, then we've got to reframe because this is a business building group, right? Correct. There's a little reality check there. <laughs> Poverty mentality has no place in our journey, ladies, none. Part of your skill set, right now if I asked each of you to send me your Excel spreadsheet or your word list, how many of you have at least 100 different skills listed? Me. <laughs> Woohoo! I do. Excellent. I at least have 100. <laughs> but... The way I'm looking at what I plan to do is I'm going to continually, and whenever I think of a, a new skill, I'm going to put it on there. So it's, it's going to be a spreadsheet that just continues in my life. I never realized how important it was to really actually know in your mind what type of skills you do have. I'll have to put out on the water cooler, there's a wonderful free mind mapping program you can download. And mind mapping is a very effective tool to brainstorm, break out skills. Like when we talked about the skills of boiling an egg, right? We drew a circle, we wrote boiling an egg, and then we started breaking out what it took to boil an egg, right? Correct, yes. If each one of you takes the skills on your existing list and you started mind mapping, and each day you added to the mind map of each of your skills, and you made a commitment to spend 30 minutes a day doing that for the next year, that by the time it's done, if you took all the data from your mind map and put it in an Excel spreadsheet, if you're not at 500,000 individual skills by that point, you're spending too much time watching YouTube twerking videos. <laughs> I've come up with about 75. It's just uh, shocking. So I have to say that this is uh, quite an experience for me. I'm still in the learning process, and I'm still learning how to value myself. I think you took the words right out of my mouth because I struggled so long, and uh, it's with the, the, the poverty mindset. So as I'm changing, I see that my fans and my followers are just so engaged with me because this is all new. It is scary. It's not like we're not open to it, 
but it's a whole different stage of our life that we need to adjust ourselves to. I know that I can do this. Julia, my, my goal was not to drop the hammer on you. It's more of a rattle the cage. It's Yeah, you're rattling me. I have to tell you that you are. <laughs> Good. Who else am I rattling? Am I rattling anybody else? The questions you ask me on Google Plus, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, oh, I have to think about that for a minute. You know, <laughs> that's a pretty good question. Kind of like haunts you because I was so was so used to knowing who this person is, who that person is, what is it that they want, how can I help them. Now I'm in a position of knowing who I am and how can how can I help myself. And it kind of like grasps you, it gets a grip on you, and then you have to think about it. It's like I'm revolutionizing myself. I'm changing as a person. If this were a video call, Julia, my face all wrinkled up, smiling eye to eye. Yeah. This has been quite uh, an experience. I'm just... Just amazed when you say people want to follow you, people want to know you. All these years, I've hindered myself from getting to know people because, you know, the trust, you have to trust people. It's just like social media. They have to trust you, too. Just don't get fans and followers and people want to know you just like that. It's built with trust. Built with trust, yes. But you know what? If I followed the trust model, meaning I really needed to get to know you, Mm -hmm. I have to know you personally, meaning every person who's listening to this moment in time. If I have to take the time to get to know you and trust you, I would not be where I'm at today. There are teachers that I've met that within 30 seconds, my intuition said, shut up, listen, mm-hmm. say yes. Right, right. If I were to put them through a vetting process, oh, who are your teachers? What degrees do you have? They would have been gone in a heartbeat. <laughs> they would have. They would have looked at me and gone, you're not ready. Good luck. Walked away. <laughs> the most powerful teachers, when they have come to me and they've looked into my eyes and they say, are you ready? I know that's to check myself, to go, whoa, okay, let's put some feeling into this. Let's use my intuition. And thank God I said yes, because I would not be where I'm at today if I said, well, I don't know. Let me get to yes. Let me think. Do you have a landing page? Do you have something I can go to and read about you? Do you have some YouTube videos? Um, Do you have some free webinars I can attend? Um, Do you have any clients that I can go listen to and get referrals from? Um, Isn't that the pretty much standard process that we're going through? Isn't today your skill you don't have skills if you don't have a website, you don't have a fancy business card, you're not doing webinars. You're worthless if you don't have that, right? <laughs> yeah, according to society, yeah. Bull hockey. I would venture to guess, Chelsea, when you walk into one of your clients' rooms for the very first time, they've never met you. This is the first time you're engaging them. And they're in the state that they're in. They may feel vulnerable such that they may not have a choice but to trust you. But I venture to guess, Chelsea, because of who you are and the love that you bring into the room at that moment, you allow them to melt into you. True? Absolutely. Working with hospice patients and their families, it's very humbling. And I have so many people say, you know, I don't know how you do that, but it's the love that I have for that moment in this person's life that I'm there with them and their families. And I see it as a blessing 
But yes, you walk into a room and you know they're scared. They've just found out they're dying. Sometimes known they were dying for several years. But it's still, when it gets close like that, they're looking for support and comfort. And that's what I'm able to offer them. And love, yes. And so Chelsea... Am I making an assumption, am I wrong in saying that as you're going through these steps with us as a team, you're falling in love with yourself more? Oh, yes, definitely. So Absolutely. it's correct in saying that. Am I, so I'm correct in saying that you're falling you're in love with yourself more. That. Okay. Yes. I'm able you're to falling, look at myself and appreciate more what I'm able to give. So as you're falling in love with yourself more, doesn't that make the person you walk into with who's never met you before fall in love with you even easier? Yes, it does. Where am I going with this, ladies? Where am I going with this? When I love myself more and appreciate myself more, people see that and they're drawn to it. I had this experience at work yesterday. I walk in, I'm saying good morning, and I felt so full of being blessed and joyful that all kinds of people that I work with were coming to me for a hug, for just a, a talk. It was amazing. Yeah. As, as we're going through this course, we are becoming more conscious and familiar and knowing who we are, assessing our skills, what we have to offer, being able to receive so that we can be just as balanced in our giving. And as we're doing that, as I'm doing that, I've said it before in previous weeks, I'm, every week I'm like, hey, Christina, nice to meet you, I'm Christina. Like, <laughs> like this is a new awakening to myself, which brings a new, uh, an increased confidence and self-love, and that makes you a walking magnet. And as we're walking through life in person and even on the Internet, People are going to be drawn to this, which is why it's even more important as we continue these, this growth through this class that we continue to actually share the, the podcast even more. I know people are reaching out to me as a result of hearing just a little bit. It makes it even more important that we continue to share what we're experiencing because we're, that in doing that, we are also giving. We're giving to others. We're giving to each other. And we're giving back to you, Soul, for providing us with this wisdom. I was not even aware prior to this course. I was a people pleaser. It was just something that I did. And with doing that, I was with a lot of guilt, shame, and worry. And now I'm just recognizing it when it does happen and see how I can still make everyone happy and try to assist them as much as I can without the guilt, worry, or shame that, oh, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Is this correct? I don't analyze it. So this course has helped me tremendously. Have you all noticed that because your battery is not being drained, your mind, your soul is less drained because it's spending less and less time on doubt, guilt, shame, and worry? If you think of doubt, guilt, shame, and worry being utilities plugged into to sockets in your head, and they're all drawing juice from your mind, right? So you've got one, and you've got two, and you've got three, and you've got four of them all at the same time. And then all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, 
that's not happening. Have you noticed an increase in energy? I've noticed an increase in mental energy, yes. Yes, um, I feel like the information that I'm taking in, I'm actually understanding it. It's not like I'm fast reading through something because I have to go on to the next project. I just feel like when I'm learning something new, I'm actually learning it. I'm actually learning it. And it even encourages you to, you know, mentally take the time to troubleshoot things if you are coming across any problems. You just handle it in a different manner. I'm pointing all of this out because how many of you on your skills list have added the word awareness? Me. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I did. Well, I'm going to have to add it. (laughs) That's huge. Didn't even I wasn't even aware of it. <laughs> I wasn't aware that I didn't have that in my <laughs> Being self aware is a mark of mastery in my book. Yeah. How many of you feel really overwhelmed right now, like as do I I've gotten to where I'm at, but my God, if, if we keep going at this pace, I'm going to be drowning. Can we slow down? <laughs> or exploding. <laughs> I don't feel overwhelmed with it, but I do feel like I just have to go back and sort of synthesize. So I, I'm glad we're kind of doing this review. I know that's something that I try to do every week just because there's so much in each section that if you focus on that and you don't bring the rest of it with it, then you're kind of doing an offset. And I don't really get that full feeling that I'm applying it thoroughly enough. Now I recognize there's going to be moments where I just I forget one part or another. But for me, it's important that I bring it all together so that when I get to the end of this, woo! <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I'm fantastic now. Like, when they get to the end of this, you ain't going to be able to tell me nothing, so. Well, don't wait till the end. You can tell me right now. You you can't tell me nothing now. Yeah, I'll take that right now. I want to bring things consciously to you because you're all being inundated with other programs. You're all being knocked on your doors. Hey, look what we're doing over here. Hey, look what we're doing over here. We've got this program to do this and we've got this program to do that. Well, I'm afraid I'm a little bit of a proud parent of what I'm doing. At the risk of feeding my ego, I'm going to ask this question. What has blown you away so far with this program? How is this program the same or different than other programs you've been doing or are doing? Oh, my gosh. I can definitely answer that. What is so different about this program, I feel, is that it's really tailored for us to be able to dig down deep and look at ourselves, and we have that private forum where we can actually put down our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, let them, right or wrong, be teachers to us. And we're also looking at other people's perspectives, but it's in that nice little private forum where it's safe. Because in other programs I've seen, I say that I'm not going to possibly write everything that I want to write because it's on a public forum for everybody, for the whole world to see. 
And although I am usually a very open person, there is parts of my life that I don't want to discuss it with everybody because these are all people that I don't know to begin with. But here we have this amazing program where we can go into a private forum, we can write out our thoughts, and right or wrong, we can put it down and then take a look at it and say, oh, did I say that? What's, what's behind all that? Why did I say that? Why am I, what am I feeling right now? And to me, that, that is sacred, to have something like that happening for us because that's how we can actually grow together as well. And I'm getting to learn to trust you ladies as well as see your journey. That's amazing. And then to have it be able to go through our audio and say, so I don't want that part in. Could you take it out? Well, that is another amazing gift that we have handed to us. Because I don't know of any other programs that are willing to go that far for us. Once you're on an audio, that's it. You said it. (laughs) So... Well, I think that it's that it's great that, like you were saying, that it does provide that secure zone for us to grow and explore. But for, for me, I think the best part about this program is that it's so applicable. It's vanilla. So it's applicable to any business opportunity that I'm part of. So I can take these skills and the things that may feel uncomfortable or unhealthy in my network marketing company, I can then begin with my team and affecting the greater team by leveraging the skills that we're learning here. Exactly. That's right. Not to mention it makes you, it just makes us more attractive. I mean, let's, let's just put it out there. <laughs> we're much more attractive leaders now, and as we continue to grow, we're going to become even more attractive leaders. So that, that, that thing where everybody's going around the Internet making small talk, so I noticed that you're also a like-minded person kind of discussions. We don't have to do People are just naturally curious and attracted to us, right? Right. Those of you who know a little bit about me, I'm very, very big on trust. To have the opportunity to doubt what I feel or what I say in the blog and share it with everyone in the team just emphasizes how much I Uh, trust everyone in this group. It's something that is built over time because we are here communicating and we're talking about our experiences and so forth. I'm just honored to share my experiences with you because we go on through this journey of life. I mean, we lucky, lucky, we're blessed if we have one friend that goes through this life with us from day one, from the day that we're born or the day that we start to associate ourselves and become engaged with other people. To share this experience with you, I just want to let you guys know that I do trust you and I'm honored to have you in my life. It's something that the Pay Me What I'm Worth has opened me up to. It's opened my heart and my soul to just share everything with you. And I hope that in the end, this year is up, we can continue to our remain friends because uh, this has been a great journey for me. And I know that I'm still in the learning process. This is still new to me, but I look so forward to the woman that I'm going to become after this year is up. Oh, yeah, you're stuck. You're, yeah. you're, you're stuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to say it without crying. <laughs> That's just a big thing. Julia. 
Trust is a big thing for me. It really, really is. I mean, everybody can trust me. I'm opening myself to trusting people more. I'm showing who I am. It's really good. It's a good feeling to see people actually like me, and I'm not worrying about it anymore as much as before. And so, Patty, even though you right now are feeling a little lost and adrift, sorry, uh uh-uh, you're still Uh up there. You're not off the hook. (laughs) (laughs) Just because some of the seeds have been planted and they're starting to grow maybe one or two teeny tiny little roots and your seed needs a little more water, just let us know whether whether we're going to drown you or too much light or got to keep us in check. (laughs) I'm looking forward to, one, being able to pick back up and continue on this journey. I mean, I'm watching the growth of everybody. Saw Christina, one, before she started in this program, and then there was a light that became even brighter in her before she even introduced me to this. I saw the changes in her. That's part of what really attracted me to becoming a part of this journey and connecting with everyone deeper inside of me of my own self-worth, which I held at a very, very low grade. But continuing on, as I've continued to think about that and I look back at my notes and I read them from time to time, it's like, hey, wait a minute. You're not going to degrade me anymore. You're not going to take me to that level because I am worth so much more. So as I continue on in this journey, I'm really looking forward to the inner growth, the becoming the person that I've really wanted to be, the self-confident, the one that can really get out there and make a difference in this world. And, and as of today, I can, I'm standing here instead of sitting and bent over and being sore, and it's like <laughs> starting to feel 100%. I absolutely feel just wonderful today. I'm excited and happy to be here today. So very grateful. Wow, you guys are just powerful. The growth you've made from our very first conversation is just amazing. It really is, and and such a gift that we have here. I cannot wait. <laughs> well, Patty, and I have to set a to date, ladies, and get together after this journey. Let's go to Hawaii, Mitchell. <laughs> wait, I'm already planning a yeah, retreat for you yeah. in September. I haven't told you about that, but anyway. <clears throat> um, <Okay. laughs> Very honestly, so all my life, and I know it comes from my upbringing and always being brought down whether it was from foster parents or my family or always just being ridiculed and said, you sit back there, you aren't worth anything. This is helping me to really wake up to say, hey, maybe you felt you weren't worth anything, but you know what? God's got me on this earth for a purpose. I'm worth more than you could ever imagine. There's a purpose on my life. It's time to find that purpose and go with it. So may I offer a teaching tool to everyone with what Patty just said? Please. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. When someone discounts me, when someone is arrogant enough or ignorant enough to discount me, it teaches me that I haven't been compassionate enough with that person to let them see me. Hmm. Would you mind repeating that just one more time? 
Part of my goal with this Chapter 2, Skills Inventorying, is for you to see you clearly, unequivocally, hands down, how amazing you are. End of story, period, nonstop, no debating. The more I see me, it can be threatening to those who do not want to see because they don't want to see it in themselves. The work you're doing right now, ladies, thanks to Christina Irvin, who invited you to this team, a shout-out again to Christina. The work you're doing, most people do not want to do. They'll be more than happy to help you do it. They'll be more than happy to help you do it. If I can focus on your crap, I don't have to focus on my crap, right? Right, right, right. So since somebody wants to give me crap... Soul, get over yourself. Your skills, my God, you're just a little inflated, aren't you? Thank you very much. <laughs> what are they actually telling me? They don't truly see you. But they have a value deficit on them for themselves. Bingo. Can you repeat that, Christina? What did you just say? They have a value deficit for themselves. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah. Why do you think I want you to take this skills list and never stop listing your skills? Exactly. Never. Because we'll be like superheroes going through life with force field around us, and every time somebody throws that crap at us, it'll just bounce off of us. Right. We, mm-hmm. we become bulletproof then. You can become bulletproof, but those bullets, if you choose those bullets as teachers to compassion, you, in my mind, you. become even more sexy. Wow. I totally agree with you, Saul. We as parents, we as women, we as, as individuals can have an effect on other people in a positive way. When we're changing, they change with us too if they're open to receiving who we are. That's big. I, that was something that stood out to me on page 39 where it reads, remember that the results of the actions might not be immediate, and if they are, it's more apparent to us in a, in a cause and effect sort of way. More often than not, most significant events in life are some of many small, often forgotten smaller events. The small effect that we are having on others will in turn in time be a more profound, larger effect on humanity. On It'll start with us. It'll start with our families. It'll go out to our friends. Then that will affect communities, and those communities will affect whole counties and and cities and states and countries, it'll just keep growing. How profound is it to be a part of that? Very profound. If you recall what I wrote at the very beginning of the book, my goal with this work, a happier you is a happier world. Isn't that the truth? Very true. true. The more we all are able, the more I am able, the more you are able, the more the people who are listening to this show is able to receive the more likely we're to give, yeah? Yes. Mm -hmm. So as we look at exercise nine, pulling it all together, you're taking your two paper plates that we talked about earlier. In the last couple of shows, we talked about this program's chapter two being like a bunch of paper plates. There's exercise seven, where you started asking people about your skills, and you started 
querying them to give you a list of skills that they see in you. That's one paper plate. Exercise eight, your second paper plate. You were requested to start listing your own skills. The third paper plate is formed by sliding, like a Venn diagram, those two paper plates together. That's what we're talking about today. And I wanted to do a debriefing together today because as you slide those papers together, those paper plates together, to do your one-page dreaded summary, (laughs) that third paper plate is formed when you slide those first two paper plates over. To me, the more overlap there is, the more likelihood people will love you, respect you, pay attention to you, pay you, adore you, because you're in alignment. What they see is what they get. Yeah? Right, right. Mm -hmm. So that Yuhari window, we decrease how blind, not only how blind I am to me, but how blind other people are to me, right? Right, right. And I'd like you all to think of the whole concept of composting. Who is familiar with composting? Who wants to give their version or definition of composting? If I'm from France and I'm you learning the English and I do not know this word, this word is compost. What is this word, compost? I do not know. Tell me, what would you say composting is? Oh, you say composting, I think of gardening. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I start itching and everything. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my. I start thinking of... But actually, it's it's fertilizing. Fertilizing to help. How does compost get made? Well, even in a household, you can take potato skins, peelings, celery chunks, everything, and just put it all together and just let it sit and turn into whatever it is you need to build that fertilizer to place on your garden to help the seeds you planted grow. Fertilize them, give them strength, give them food, give them health. Where am I going with this? Who wants to take a stab at extrapolating? When we stop to think of composting, you throw crap on it, don't I mean, you throw dog shit on it. You throw lawn clippings. You throw eggshells. You throw about the only thing you don't throw in a compost pile is meat, right? Right, right. But you can. You can throw that in there, too. Exactly. Right? Yes. You can buy a $40 $40 roast and throw it in the compost pile, right? Right, right. Exactly. You can take your diamond ring off and throw it in the compost pile, right? No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, wait, no. You know, we're too far, so. Oh, <laughs> they put that, buddy. You can. So I think. <laughs> Many of you have got diamond rings you've already thrown into the compost pile in the three months we've been together. Diamond rings in the form of beliefs that you cherish. Yeah, I think. We're taking all of the stuff, the good and the bad, organically and dumping it in there because even from that bad stuff, we can extrap- We can choose to extrapolate value to, to grow on, lessons to learn Oh, on. yeah, absolutely. We're using all of that stuff to grow ourselves. So take the stress off. Compost piles take time, do they not? Yes, they do. Yes, yes. Yeah, but and they're stinky. 
but it's okay. Something beautiful coming up. Okay, note to self, Christina Irving is not an outdoors girl. Not at all. No. Not at all. Take the pressure off yourselves about... Neither Chelsea. Okay, take the pressure off yourselves about getting it all the first time. It's impossible. Everything we're doing here, think of you're throwing your stuff on your compost pile. Your one-page summaries is a way of taking one scoop out of a very young compost pile. For the moment, you will look at a summary of what did you experience out of your skills inventory. And a reminder... You can use a song. You can make a collage. If you're artistic such that you draw or paint, you can do that too for your one-page summaries. But in a nutshell, next week when we talk about your one-page summaries and we start getting into Chapter 3, I'd like to really have this notion bring to the table to our call how your skills have evolved just by doing this skill inventory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Christina Irvin also. She brought up some very good points about you drilling down into your skills inventory list. And I, I'll leave you with this question to chew on. The question is, what's the difference between a skill and a trait? What's the difference between a skill and a trait? And I'm bringing that up because as you concluded last week's call... You slipped, I think, from skills into traits. So it's important that you begin to understand what the differences are between skills and traits. Any ideas? Anybody want to start off with any ideas about what's the difference between a skill and a trait? Went into my online dictionary just to see what the dictionary says the meaning of trait is. And it says a distinguishing characteristic or quality, especially of one's personal nature your character. So I wonder if what I was thinking as skills such as compassion and kindness, maybe those are more my traits than my skills. All right, so do me a favor, Chelsea, read that one more time, please. A distinguishing characteristic or quality, especially of one's personal nature, such as your character. Treat as something you have by nature, Skill is something that you acquire over time and practice. Hmm. Makes sense. A skill is something we learn. Marsha, Julia, any thoughts? Well, that's a great question. Never really did dig up, really know the difference. The one thing I do know is that skills can be learned, so we can keep adding on to the skills. And I would think that your personal traits kind of distinguish you from people and their traits. Based on that, we learn our skills, and maybe we have the uniqueness of that skill in a different, and it comes out in our personal trait a different way. So would it be fair to say that skills, skills are actions or tasks that you do particularly well, right? Would that be fair to say? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But traits are more of a description of your character. Mm-hmm. Uh, would would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. What we're doing with this journey and what you experience in everyday life, you learn skills, right, to adapt to things, to adjust, to navigate life. You you learn 
tasks to do, and some of them you sort of perfect, right? Correct. So where do you think soul's going with that? And, And think back to the end of our discussion last week where I was talking about digging deeper and really exploring skills. I wonder how much your traits influence learned skills. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great question right there. I mean, I'm a social worker, but how do my traits affect how I'm able to do my skills as a social worker? Let's get a little bit more deep in that. I mean, your traits, what traits, what characteristics, what part of your character are you speaking about? One of my traits. Let's say compassion. And for me, as I learned the skills and many of those skills innate to be a social worker and help others and advocate, my trait of compassion really has had a big impact on my ability for me to do my job better or in a different way. So so the skills maybe that you leverage along with that com- the, that compassion, like skills of listening and communicating and that kind of thing, th- those are two different things, right? So in other words, how you communicate, because you have that compassion, it, that's instinctual for you. So you can communicate to somebody in a different way than somebody else would communicate their compassion, depending on the level of compassion that you you have yes. compared to somebody else. Yes. Yeah. I I can understand that. In assessing skills, for example, prioritizing or providing customer service, questions, raising money, sketching something out, writing a poem, something like that. Those are skills. Those are learned tasks that you do, right? So when you're assessing your skills list, we're Soul was talking about earlier about getting to uh, 100 skills or 500 skills. Consciously, the point of the question is understanding what is a skill and really exploring the skill and not confusing that with a function of your character. So maybe I need to go back and look at my skills list that I've done to see which ones of those are really traits mm-hmm. and kind of separate that out. Yeah. Why do you think that it's important to understand the difference between a, a skill and a, and a trait? Like what value do you think you can glean from it? And, and I don't really have a, a right or wrong answer here. I really am thinking more about the Yahari window and that blindness, that blind spot. Uh-huh. And when I ask people to send me a list of, skills and everything, I was shocked by some skills that weren't listed. But now I recognize, well, there's a blind spot there. But that blind spot is probably there because of people focusing more on my character traits rather than my skill. And and what is my part in that? Am I portraying that? Am I holding something back? Why do I not those skills? Just a question that I had. That's good. That's real good. And it's a good question mm-hmm. to explore. Yeah. Julia, can I pick on you a little moment? Because you're a little quiet right now. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> we'll see. I'm a little bit confused with the trait aspect. I mean, is the trait our personality, who we are when we're born, or and the skills are what we've learned during the process of growing up? 
baffled a little bit. And this is a great question and a great discussion. I think that it's important to recognize that neither are going to be static, right? Mm -hmm. Your traits are, for a lack of a better way of saying it, a description of your character. So that's always going to be changing. And as you add skills, as you live life, you're going to have your character's going to grow as your skills grow as well. Yeah, and it just talks about what we had the discussion with Soul about being aware. If we have certain traits, you can realize that the skill does not benefit your trait. It doesn't, it doesn't fit into who you are. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of what your question is, the point is to be clear on this is a trait versus this is a skill. Okay. Because that's the skills and the exercises that we've been doing, the skills that other people see in us and the skills that we see in us, is really that value, our, that self-value, that builds our self-value, right? So we kind of rob ourselves if we're not clear on what truly is a skill. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. I think with our trait, we can focus on the things we do best in some ways because of our traits being Mm-hmm. being there in place for us to be able to do that. And then we can l- take our trait and further explore the skills and expand. Mm-hmm. Expand our mm-hmm. skills that way. Yeah. yeah. What you made me met- think about that question in reference to the Ahari window and blindness is I know for myself, I know that I have a, a trait that makes that people warn to me, right? Mm -hmm. So for me personally, I can hide behind that in my skills. I can hide behind that in the skills deficit. Or maybe there's a skill that I do have, but because of fear of how other people may perceive me, then I hold that back. I hold that skill back, and I hide behind the trait. That's what I put out. That's what I show and so that's what other people are picking up on. Like they don't even get the opportunity to see that skill. Just something that I'm sort of grappling with. Not really even sure. I'm still going in circles with it, clearly. I wanted to share it with the team because and I'm asking myself to explore this a little bit more so that I can build my skills list. Like why is my skills list not at 100? Well, part of it is I don't even recognize what is a skill versus what's a trait. So basically, how I present myself, my character, can either make people see my skills or it can hide them if I'm presenting it in a bad way. Is it necessarily a bad way, Chelsea? No, just a different way. What do you girls think about that? Interesting. (laughs) Will's attorney will have to return to that conversation, right? Exactly. That's interesting. Just to make you say and ponder on a little bit more, I know that we're all still exploring and as we're coming up with that one-page sheet, our passport for for this chapter, Uh it's more to explore to get deeper with the skills. Exactly, yes. To really get the most out of this. It's something that I'm definitely having to do which does everybody have five more minutes because there's one other thing that I wanted to bring up too. Yeah, sure. Okay. Julia, good? Okay. So we'll put a pin in that discussion on the difference between skills and traits. We'll come back to that. I want to kind of transition to back to week one or two where we were still in the ground rules and we were talking about the importance of scheduling time 
for ourselves. Because we gotta, if, if we don't care, if we're not caring for us, how can we expect other people to care for us? How can we expect other people to value us if we don't value ourselves? And there was a discussion we were talking about, you know, I, I do all this, 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 and this. I don't really give to myself. And we had this big aha moment. I had an aha moment. No, I am choosing to prioritize other things above myself. And sometimes I had to, I had to check myself this week, and it's like, Christina, it's kind of like when you get on a, a diet, Christina, and then you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, that pralines and creams of hog and dogs look so good. Just a half of it just won't, it won't hurt me. It won't hurt me. And then the next thing I know, the next day, I'm eating more pralines and cream hogging dogs. I'm not back on my diet. You know, I'm eating more hogging dogs. And then before you know it, it's gone from hogging dogs now. I'm not eating a vegetable. I'm not drinking any water. I'm not exercising. I'm back to my old habits, right? <laughs> Can you tell that I'm getting ready to go on a physical journey too? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but really, I got to thinking about this for myself. And as it relates to pay me what I'm worth in general, in week one, I said to myself, no, I'm going to schedule time. I'm going to schedule three hours a week. I'm going to prioritize three hours a week to dive into this course and, more importantly, to dive into me and get to understand my value and my worth so that I do have a balance, so that I'm not feeling unbalanced, unappreciated, and undervalued by the world, and then have to look in the mirror and recognize, guess what, Christina, you started this because you didn't value yourself. So I'm going to say I, I can look in the back office and say I'm not blogging as much. While I have been tweeting out some of the blog talk radio sessions, I've not been thoroughly consistent, and I haven't put, in, put my all behind it because I haven't scheduled 10 minutes to do so. So my question to you ladies is this. Have you slipped out of that? Have you have you fallen off your wagon? And if so, why have you done that? And when are you going to get back on the wagon? Evaluating yourself and scheduling time, prioritizing time to do this work because it doesn't matter what other thing whether it's my job, whether it's my family or whether it's my other businesses. I can't give them all that I've got. I'm not giving it to me first. I got to put the oxygen mask on me. Any thoughts? It's so true. I know I've blogged fairly well the first part. I haven't done anything this week. It's easy for me to say, "Oh my gosh," and I'm so tired, and I have chronic pain with fibromyalgia, and oh my god, I'm hurting so bad. So I'm just not going to do it. In order, it's part of taking care of myself. I've got to start doing more for me, and that means blogging more and putting more of this out there because it's so important. And it's not just in the function, Chelsea, please please understand me. It's not just in the, the activity of blogging more or right. sharing the blog talk radio so that everybody can see there's what we're doing. It's, not, it's really not about that, my statement, really. It's not so much about that as it is let's not forget about ourselves. Right, right. Like I said with the whole diet thing, went from a couple of bites of haagen to now eat a half of whatever one of them little containers to now eating two of them. Next thing you know, I ain't doing anything. It's so easy to get back in that habit of forgetting about our, feeding ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
It sure is. And just to piggyback off of the opportunity for us to build our own teams and continue to provide this value as we build our own teams and get that experience and build another kind of income stream that is so ethical and healthy, as we do that, literally, we're putting this out there more. Not only are we showing gratitude to the work that we're doing and we're blessing others, but we're making ourselves, we're giving ourselves more exposure here. Exactly. And isn't that how we see this program? It's helping us in all areas of our life as well as giving us all that exposure. And you know people are curious. They see you put that link there, and they're like, wow, what's she up to? (laughs) This is new. I've never seen her do something like this before. Really, this is a wonderful way for us to build our business and really help others to grow and share our journey with them as they share their journey with us. And even before, the way Soul has it all set up with the links already made for us, it really only takes a few minutes for us to do that on a daily, daily basis. So the question is, can you tell I've been having some serious conversations with Christina this week? (laughs) Because I was like, well, I was like, Christina, seriously, how you show up to this, it's a reflection of how you're showing up in your other businesses. And maybe if you're not where you want to be in your other businesses, Christina, is it because you're not showing up in those businesses? Am I not doing the little things in those businesses, right, uh-huh. to help grow those things? If I can't take five minutes to go in the back office and get the Dad Jim link that he's, he's put it in one place, with a description and tags and everything, and all i got to do uh-huh. is click on it, share it. Like, if I can't do that little thing, where else am I not showing up? Right. That's literally what I – that's a conversation I had with myself at 2.30 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think about it, it only takes a few minutes to really post it up at a few places that you constantly are at. And really, it's so well designed for us. If we, the work has been taken out. All we have to do is copy, click, and paste to do that. So what is our excuse, right? (laughs) So as we're wrapping up the call, I I invite everyone to ask themselves, why the hell am I not doing it? And then I also invite everybody to ask, am I really scheduling time for me so that I can make sure to feed me and have that balance, okay? Okay. Okay, and just to add before we go, through the other exercises that we went through, we all had a lot of enjoyment and being proud of ourselves for getting the work done, accomplishment uh, for ourselves and learning about ourselves. Just think about that when it comes to doing the assignments. Remember the joy that it brought you. And said it before in previous conversations that once you get it started, it just starts to flow and the time just passes by and mm-hmm. you just learn so much about yourself during the process. So it's, it's not as tedious as it may sound or may, maybe you're thinking, oh, i got another thing to do. It's all for you. This was designed for you. Next thing you know, you're, you're done. You learned more about yourself and changing with the process. So just remember the joy that the other exercises have brought to you and that they will bring to you, and hopefully it will encourage you to go in and do the exercises for that week. 
and participate on the blog and so forth. And then Seoul has, if you don't know where you should start. The water cooler. Water. Oh, yeah, I know it has something yeah. to do with with the water cooler, the assignments are there. There's also questions that he starts you off with to help you with the exercise. The only word I have is phenomenal. Marcia? Well, I was just going to say the way I look at this whole program that we're doing, it's just going to continue. We've got a skills list that we're starting, and if we just continue doing everything that makes us feel good, and this program does that, that's what I love about this program. It actually does work. We have exercises to, to do, and it's bringing it, the inside of us out. Our inside is coming out with these exercises. It's, we're growing, and you can feel it. Well, I just wanted to add that this program, we were designed to, and I put a quote out there, Google Plus, that we were designed to master our life, not life master us. So this has been quite an experience learning how to, what my life purpose is. I, this course helping me with, with, with it, with discovering my life purpose. Awesome, awesome. Absolutely, and ladies, I just want to say thank you. There's so many times where I have just pretty well given up on myself growing in this program and just listening to you ladies. Wow, you, you guys don't know the light you are to some darkness that I'm coming out of, some things that I've been dealing with through all the things that I've been through in the last two months, and just seeing your growth from the first time we have all come together. Christina, you're a huge light in my life, and you probably always will be. There's a connection there. I just want to say that you ladies are all amazing, and I think in throughout this program the next year, we're all building a bond that we're going to hold through a lifetime. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and it, it's just thanks for not giving up on me and willing to help me get caught up and continue through the program when at times I'm ready to give up on myself. But seeing yes. all of you... You and are life, amazing also. You okay. know, I, I, <laughs> I don't have to give up on myself. They're, they're, I'm, I'm, more, I'm worth more than that. I am. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome, ladies. Well, as always, I love you all. I look forward to our next discussion. Hey, thanks for joining in. This was an awesome discussion today. I can't wait to listen to it back on recording. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank you, Thank you, everyone. Have a great yeah, I'll week. have a great day. Love you, ladies. Have a great weekend. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Christina Irvin here, and I want to thank you for joining us as we continue to explore worth as it relates to life's abundance. If you resonate with this discussion and know that it's time to make a change, we start new teams on the first Saturday of every month, and I encourage you to take action now. Until next time, you have a great day. To get involved in Christina's classes, call her at 423 737 5809. Again, Christina's number is 423-737-5809. Thank you once again for listening. This is Soul, your host. If you'd like one email reminder of upcoming shows, be sure to click on the follow button at the top of our Blog Talk Radio page. To connect to that page, just simply go to bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Aloha. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.